0: Tell me a funny story,
1: bitch.
2: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to episode 128 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and I am flying solo today. Uh, As I have mentioned on the last few episodes, Miguel took a vacation up to New York So he has not been here to do the show with me. And I was planning on doing a show last week with some special guests, but work got in the way and I was unable to do that. So I apologize for skipping a week, but I think I'm going to make it up to you guys this week. This episode is going to be a very special episode and I'm calling it the best of tell me a funny story. Part one. The reason that it's a part one is because I only picked these funny stories from episode one through 50. Which means that I'm going to be doing a part two, which is going to be 51 through 100, and a part three, which would be 101 through 150, once we hit that point. Uh, that way we have episodes we can use on the weeks where we're not able to do the show, or something comes up, or whatever. And it'll also give an opportunity for new listeners to discover some of our best funny stories without having to listen to hours and hours of back catalog. So. I feel like we've got a good sample of our funniest stories from the first 50 episodes. I used a lot of the ones that you guys responded and told me were your favorites, so hopefully you guys enjoy this. Uh, let's get right to it. The very first clip is called Chimichanga, and it is from episode 11, Mayamo's S. Chimichanga. Uh, this was recorded way back in May of 2014. Uh, this was back when Heather used to do the show on the regular, and she's a big part of this funny story, so hopefully you guys enjoy it. Here you go. This is the story of Spanish class. (laughs) You racist bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Why
0: can't it be like French class? Why is it going to be Espanol? Well, you'll see. Okay, go ahead then.
2: So, I hated Spanish, first of all. I had a really hard time grasping the language. I mean, it's obviously very different from English, even though it's like one of its closest relatives. Uh, It's not the same. And it wasn't that hard. It, it was it sentence was structure that was the hard part for me. Like, I couldn't I couldn't understand not having the word is or it. Everything was, like, masculine or feminine. You, you, anybody sick Spanish knows all this crap.
0: What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't care. And when I went to class, I was very lazy. And I cheated on, really I cheated nice. off Heather all the time. Because nice. she, she was my, oh my friend gosh. in the class. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You
1: would copy off of my homework every single I was,
2: day. I was funny and I was nice. And Heather sat in front of me. And it was this little group of us. It was me and Heather and our friend Neil and our friend Ashley. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Just let me interrupt you quick.
2: Now, I know in Spanish
0: class, they make you have Spanish names. So what was your Spanish name? Oh, shit, that's right. What was my Spanish name? El Pendejo. For New Mexicans, you'll probably get that one. (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
2: She did make us do that, didn't she?
1: Yes, I, I know my name. You have to figure out what yours was first.
2: Isn't it Ramon.
1: Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Ramon. Ramon. <laughs> it was something really cheesy.
2: It was, it was really, really dumb. What was yours? Mine
1: was Liliana.
2: That's right, Liliana.
1: I came up with my own name because I was creative.
0: Nice. You want to know what my messed up name was?
1: What?
0: Worst yeah. tickles? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it now. Miquel Close. <laughs> I added an I into it. My name was Migueline. Miqueline. Yeah, what the hell is that crap? I already <laughs> had the Spanish name. Anyway, go ahead, Mr. Ramon.
2: So Ramon and Liliana were sitting in Spanish class, and Ramon never did his homework and didn't no. really give a shit because we had a terrible fucking teacher. She
1: wasn't terrible. She was, was awful. She, no, you thought she was <laughs> Her awful. Her name was
2: Miss Pratt, and she... No, she
1: was not awful.
2: ...was an awful, horrible woman. No, <laughs> she wasn't she, brown? No.
1: She just tortured
2: you. She was you this little, bitty, skinny, skinny, old to. white lady. Who, she, Peggy Hill? <laughs> No, no. She was very proper, very prim. Okay. And she expected everybody to participate. Mm-hmm. And I was a rebel. I refused to participate. Of course. Nice. You never perci- I didn't no. want to do my homework. I cheated yeah. on Heather. I cheated. I cheated off Heather. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! You better that, <laughs> I cheated off Heather's paper all the time. And it got to the point where. Uh, she ended up moving Heather all the way across the room so no, I couldn't no, cheat her no, on her no, anymore. No, After didn't... Heather complained... No, Heather no, no, was...
1: wait, wait. You're not, you're not telling that part right. Because what happened was I got sick of him copying off of me. So I went and told on him saying that he was copying my homework every day. So then she moved you across the room, not me.
2: Were you an item yet? No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no we didn't make an item until way, way later. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but anyways she always encouraged class participation and she always picked on me because she didn't like me because I wouldn't do what she told me to do. Uh, I didn't want a Spanish name so I refused to go by it. I didn't want to be Ramon. Say it right. Ramon. I, I'm not sure I can roll my R. Ramon. I, I can't really do it. I'm a white guy. <laughs> I didn't pronounce things correctly which she hated. I would always use like the English accent when I talked instead wow. of using the Spanish accent. And... uh I absolutely refused to do the stupid sing-alongs that she always tried to make us do. She would have these class participation things where she would get up in front and she true. would sing a song. And then she would call on people to come up there and sing the same song so they could learn the words. And it was awful. Like, you'd go up there and, and she'd be like, El cuchillo, la cuchara, do not need to put them in basura. Like, 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 like fucking just awful. Awful okay. stuff. <laughs> I'm
0: I was. I'm not, okay, first of all, it's
2: funny how you were saying it, but your movement, your head movement, and your arms are like, what the hell are you dancing over there? You're like, so that's what she wanted. She wanted us to sing and dance, and and and. Who are you, Menudo? The the musical group. <laughs> I, I was <went> <laughs> Ramon. Oh my gosh. But I always, I always fought her tooth and nail on that crap. And then she wanted us to salsa dance. Nice. And she tried to make me partner with Heather. Heather begged me to dance with her, and I wouldn't do it. I was like, nope. I
1: wanted you to dance with me, and you didn't even dance with me. I'm
2: sorry, you missed That's an opportunity. So lame. I did. You did. We weren't, I, we weren't I, an item back then.
1: I. The door was wide open.
2: I didn't think. And so. And you were too.
1: Stupid!
0: <laughs> I was looking for the Spanish. For you. I, I was too. I was too I was obstinate. Too <laughs> I was too obstinate to participate. Oh, stupid. Oh.
2: <laughs> there's your old. Yeah, that's it. I I absolutely hated that woman. Oh, she was just awful, and I, she failed me, of course. Like I did. I did. I did the bare minimum, and I made what should have been like a C, but then she tacked on a participation grade at the end, which screwed me over and made me fail the class. So I'd take it over again in summer was her? or was somebody else. Luckily, with somebody else, and uh, that was a real Mexican. No, this was another old Waitley. <laughs> where the hell did you go to school <laughs> in Sugarland, Texas? <laughs> oh, nice,
1: <laughs> where everybody's white.
2: But she was actually a much better teacher than Miss Pratt. She didn't have any stupid participation crap. She basically gave us a workbook and said, This is how this stuff works, this is how sentence structure is. Learn it. We learned it. We filled out paperwork, we filled out tests. And we passed, and that was it. It was really easy. Nice. The fact that it was so easy just proves how terrible the first teacher was. That has to be the intro. Oh, you.
0: Take it one more time.
2: <laughs> but the caveat to this story okay. is that two years later, my little sister had the same teacher, and she showed up to class the first day of school, and Miss Pratt was going down the roster, and uh, she, she saw my sister's name. She goes, are you related to Justin? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she treated my sister like crap the rest of the time she was in the class. Wow, I left an
0: impression. Yes, you did. People didn't forget me. <laughs> no, I'll never forget sure you. Can... I've been trying to get you out of my mind for a while now.
1: Me too. Whoa, whoa, whoa what does that mean?
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> the intro. <laughs> no, that has to be cut because that didn't come out right. You're, standing... <laughs> You're right here in front of me, and I gotta get away from you. <laughs>
2: You need to cut that line
0: out. That's all. I, can
2: say. I won't make it the intro, but that's I'm too, leaving it in. That's too much humble. I won't make it the intro, but I'll leave it Is in. That's true. funny. No, you
0: will. I know you. <laughs> so
2: so I don't. Know, I don't know how funny that actually was, but uh, I really hated that class, and uh, it, it was one of the many funny stories I considered. another funny story. Just so we have something else to put here. Okay. Something that relates to our next topic.
0: You ripped your pants. No. No. Oh.
2: <laughs> one time. At band again No. <laughs> <laughs> One time when I was three or four years old, uh-huh. uh, and my sister had just been born. She was just a baby. My mom and I were in the kitchen, and we were eating some goldfish, and we had just finished watching He-Man. He-Man. As you know, I loved He-Man as a kid. That's right. Greatest song ever. <laughs> and my sister had just fallen asleep, and the phone, unfortunately, rang. And my mom rushed to get the phone to try to pick it up before the baby started crying. It didn't quite make it. So okay. My sister starts screaming, just crying her eyes out. My mom answers, Hello? Yes, ma'am. Would you like to consider switching your phone service from MCI to Sprint? Or whatever phone companies were back then. It was a telemarketer. Okay. My mom was furious. Uh She had just managed to get the baby asleep. So she looked at me, had an idea. She goes, well, actually, I am very interested, but I have to step away from the phone for a second. Would you mind talking to my son until I can come back? I have to go put my other child in the bedroom. He's like, sure. So my mom puts her hand over the mouthpiece and hands me the phone. She goes, Justin. This man on the phone wants to know everything there is to know about He-Man. Why don't you tell him? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And my mom went in the other room to put my baby sister to sleep, and I started telling this guy about He-Man. I told him everything. I was telling him about Battle Cat and Panther and and Skeletor and everything. Merman, of course. (laughs) That's right. That is awesome. And my mom was gone for a good six or seven minutes, and the whole time she was gone, she could hear me talking. About He Man. I didn't stop talking. And she was probably laughing. Did the guy ever try to break in and tell you to stop? I don't remember. I was I was really I was really little, like I said. But my mom came back and I was still just talking and talking and talking. She said, Okay, Justin, let me have the phone. So she took the phone from me. Dial tone on the other. <laughs> That's funny. I thought that was a pretty funny. I never funny thought man. of that. That's pretty good. So there's another funny story. I got a, I got a million of them, so every time it comes back around to me, I'll try to have a couple of them. But who's most, next? Most of mine are kind of short, so uh, I'll try to do two. Okay. But you're next. You're next. (laughs) So moving on. Moving on. Talking about He-Man still. Okay. Talking about Merman. (laughs) Talking about Comical Madness. You want me to run down quick of the winners from last
0: week? Hang on. Round one. El Cuchillo. Round two. (laughs) 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 Round three. (laughs)
1: Burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Round four. Me llamo es
2: Chimichanga. That was your name. That was your
1: name. That was my name. My name was
2: Jimmy Changa. <laughs> that was your name. I oh she, she assigned gosh. me Ramon, and then I said I was going to choose my own, and I picked Chimichanga.
0: Well, so like, oh, that's, that's, that's what it was. I completely forgot. Oh, my God. Because uh,
2: every time we had to go around and say our names, I would go, me llamo es Chimichanga.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so Do right you now, get
1: so <laughs> pissed off.
2: <laughs> That's pretty funny, dude. I didn't take anything fucking seriously. He was so
1: awful in the class.
0: Oh my gosh, I would have died. If <laughs> been in that class with you guys. it was been freaking hilarious. Oh, it was. It was really Justin
1: fun. It was so bad. Every time he would call on her, yes, Jimmy Changa. He would like just say it randomly and shit. <laughs>
2: I remember that now.
1: And like, what the fuck is going on? That's your
0: new handle from here on out. You're no longer Justin. You're Chimichanga.
2: I'll take that as my uh, as my nickname. Chimichanga. I've eaten enough of them. What does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> That's a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I really, really hated that lady. I can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you may have noticed that there was a second story sort of sandwiched in there. The He-Man and Telemarketer story. Uh, You'll find that's the case on a lot of these clips. It's not always just one story, but there is a main focal point to these clips. So you'll get a little bit of side stories mixed in with some of these, which I think you'll enjoy. Uh, I only picked the ones that I thought were the funniest, at least. Uh, So our next clip is from episode number 14, number two blues, and this clip is called The Suitcase. Enjoy.
1: So, I don't know if any of you ever went to camp when you were younger, but I participated in these things, and... And it it was fun. It was definitely an experience. Um, when I was eight, I went to my first uh, camp. Girl it Scout was, camp. Yeah, it was Girl Scout camp. <laughs> it was not band camp.
2: I went to Girl Scout camp when I was eight too.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think lot. so. Anyway, so at the camp, it's it was a it was only a week, but they had like different activities you could do, like swimming and canoeing and riding bikes and hiking and arts and crafts and you make t-shirts and. You sing kumbaya, and then you go to sleep and do it all over again. So basically, we did those things. Well, when we first got to the camp, there were older girls staying in other, like, little tents and stuff, and uh, they scared us. They scared the crap out of us. And they told us to basically not to use the, the latrines, and by latrines, they were not like actual toilets. It was like literally a hole in the ground that you went in. So this was like old school, you know, shit.
0: Yeah that's exactly what went in there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally. So anyway, they told us all these horrible things that were going to come up out of the ground if we used them. So me and my, quote, buddy that I had, we decided we weren't going to be put through any kind of torture. So we decided to go behind the tent. Now, if you're in the woods and you're of an older age, you would know that poison ivy and poison oak and these things exist. But when you're eight, You don't really pay attention to these things. That's not really something on the top of your mind, honestly. So, needless to say, I came home with poison ivy on my ass at the end of camp. But that's not even the funniest part of the story. So, throughout my entire camping experience, you're supposed to have a buddy. Well, my mom put me with a friend of ours who was in our troop, and she and I had played together, and we were friends. So, she put me with Michelle, and that is her real name. So... I'm with my buddy, and my buddy deserts me everywhere. She leaves me in the woods. She leaves me when we're riding bikes. She leaves me when we're doing arts and crafts. I, I just get left everywhere. So I have no buddy. There's zero What a buddy. bitch. <laughs> no, we were eight. It was, it was I don't know. It, it's fine. I'm not upset about it. I'm not bitter about it. Did you stink or something? No. Okay. I was fine. <laughs> so anyway... I eventually realized that my clothes start to disappear, as well as my buddy not being around. She disappeared all the time, too. So, my clothes are disappearing in my suitcase. Well, I no- I could not figure out for the life of me where my clothes were going.
0: I don't think I like where this is going. <laughs>
1: so, my clothes keep disappearing. Well, by the end of camp, we were all sad to leave and didn't want to go home, and it was fun and whatever. But the whole week, I've been crying because A, I'd been left everywhere, my clothes were disappearing. I couldn't use the bathroom. I had poison ivy on my ass. So I'm miserable at camp, yet I don't want to go home. So I finally get home. My, my mom's friend calls her up, you know, my buddy's mom, calls my mom up and says, Well, I, I'm so sorry, and I have to apologize, but my daughter took all of your daughter's clothes. And my mom said, Oh, what happened? Well, because the girls had older girls had scared us so badly, Michelle was taking my clothes and pooping in them and putting them back in her suitcase. <laughs> so my mom's best friend basically calls me, calls my mom, and says <laughs> that she's so sorry that her daughter had taken all of you know my clothes and pooped in them and put them back in her suitcase. So she has to give my mom a check basically for the money.
2: What a shitty friend!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what the hell?
1: Yes, so basically, my clothes got stolen, I had poison ivy on my ass, I got left everywhere, and my clothes got shit all over. And my mom had to go buy all new clothes for me after well, she had spent all this
2: shit Well, at least you got a new wardrobe out.
1: <laughs> I guess, but when you're eight, those things don't really matter. I don't know. So, needless to say, that was my first camping experience.
2: Damn! My time at shit camp. <laughs> okay, well,
0: same man, if your clothes start disappearing, you know, I'm pretty, sorry.
1: Uh, it's pretty funny, though. So, yeah.
2: When you got to go, you got to go. No <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> so, just word to the wise, you know, when you're camping, you know, hopefully sh- educate your children on, you know, what poison ivy and poison oak looks like. And don't scare your children into not going to the bathroom at camp, either.
0: Why don't you do the bear thing? Like, you'd eat all, eat all kinds of crap to develop a plug.
2: You're asking the wrong
0: person. <laughs> did you say you're asking the wrong person? <laughs> That's Wow. Funny. That's such a great friend. Are you still friends <laughs> with her today, by the way?
1: Um, I've lost touch with her, but uh, we, we did keep in touch throughout the years when we were growing up and stuff. So every Um,
2: birthday, did you give her, like, some toilet paper? Did you ever shit in her clothes to get back at her?
1: No, no, I didn't. I didn't.
2: Because that's what I would have done. Creep back in and shit on her chest. When
1: you're you're
0: eight. I I didn't say all that. That's how you get even, baby. I don't know. That's the intro. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Creep back back in and shit on her chest. (laughs) That's horrible. Yeah, it is.
1: I don't know. I mean, when you're eight, things don't really, you know, matter to you in that kind of sense. So... I don't know. Wow.
2: That's funny. That is tragic. a funny statement. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's
1: funny, tragic, and horribly sad, but but hey, I, I'm a stronger person for going through having poison ivy on my ass and getting my clothes shat in. So hey.
0: You went for one week. Yeah. One week. A, one week. Exactly. Yeah, suitcase full of clothes.
1: Actually that's not even the worst part. They tried to make me ride like a two like a, a normal size bike and I was like I'm a small, short person. So
2: she was four foot eleven.
1: I'm like four foot eleven. Well no, I'm like five. Don't don't knock. Don't, don't take off. Four
2: eleven and three quarters <laughs> she doesn't teach you the itch, so don't cheat her the itch.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> but but I was like tiny. I was like this tiny, skinny little tiny thing, and I couldn't even ride the bike. I fell down like fifteen times. It was mm. horrible. So I don't know. I was tortured for a week.
2: She's right about the plant thing though. I sat on a cactus one time. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we were, we were hiking in a in a canyons and my uh I was like, man, I'm so tired. I don't want to hike anymore. I just want to sit down and relax. My dad and mom were like, no, you got to keep going. We're almost to the exit. I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I was dragging my ass. And I was like, I'm just going to sit down. You guys go ahead. I'll catch up in a minute. My dad was like, don't sit on those cactuses. And as I'm sitting down, I say, what? Right on a cactus. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass. I I was only like six or something. Or no, I was only only like nine or something. But uh, yeah, my mom had to like carry me back to the, the car and then pull my pants down, and my ass was sticking out. Moon and all these people—we were right by the entrance of the camp too. So people were like driving by. My mom has my pants down; she's plucking stickers out of my ass. <laughs> like all these people are driving by, looking at me. So
0: you're acting like a fool with your pants on the ground.
2: Pants on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I started early. Was sagging
0: when sagging wasn't sagging. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my god, that's freaking hilarious. But seriously, what week? How many times did this girl shit? <laughs> yeah, holy oh <really>.
1: crap. <laughs> you're little, I mean, that's pretty normal. I don't know. She had regular bowels. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> not a doctor.
2: I
0: should why damn Sing it, <him, man. laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. What's funny? Uh, hey, funny. excuse me. I gotta go to the bathroom.
2: <laughs> You're not using any of my t shirts. <laughs> you, you can't steal my clothes. I think I might notice that one. <laughs> there's a litter box right out there. <laughs> I know there's a litter box right it's out there. Mr. Meow.
0: <laughs> Sitting here waiting for you to start. Your one cat went in there and, like, <laughs> I'm like, no! It was too late! <laughs> So it's too late, story. baby.
2: Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, I really think we're gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So the there's my cat. there's my funny story. So. Pretty funny. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Nothing like shit in a suitcase to ruin your day, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great one. So this next clip is called Owen, and it is from episode number seventeen, Mother's Day. Enjoy it. <laughs> I like a smaller could
1: side story, too, I can okay. tell, because I wasn't here last week. But um, basically, I also forged a signature. I know you brought a kid home, uh, somebody else home with you. But uh, I wrote a note on the bus in crayon, gave it to the bus driver, and went home with my friend, uh, who lived like three houses down. And my mother was, like, terrorizing the neighborhood looking for me. And uh, needless to say, I got <laughs> for
2: that. The bus driver took a note you wrote in crayon. Yes,
1: this was in kindergarten. It's
2: a, it's a actually an epidemic, man. Because when I was a kid, I did the exact same thing. Except I brought a kid home with me. Uh, I was like four years old. <laughs> Don't say like thank you. <laughs> yeah. I turned, I turned my mom into a kidnapper. That's why I said that's what the title of the story was last week. The one I didn't tell you. Uh, basically, what happened with me is I had this friend named Owen, and we were really good friends. We liked He Man. We played, you know, He Man, Thundercats, whatever, on the playground. I was like four or five. I was in kindergarten. Okay. And I wanted him to come home and hang out with me. So we decided we were going to write a note and give it to the bus driver, and he was just going to ride the bus with me. We didn't think anything was wrong with that. So we got our crayons and we got our, you know, elementary school ruled paper, like the giant block paper, yep. and wrote, Owen can go home with Justin, and then signed it, Mom, and crayon. Yep. Handed it to my bus driver. Are you freaking kidding me? And she let the kid get on the bus. <laughs>
1: Who the hell is driving your buses? <laughs> I don't know. Snow Joe? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I got, I got home, I got off the bus, the and this kid got off right behind me, and we walked up, and my mom was like, oh, hi, Justin. And she's like, uh, who is that? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's Owen. And my mom was like, uh, where did Owen come from? I'm like, oh, he rode the bus home with me. And it was like Friday afternoon at like 6 o'clock or something. The uh, like school was closed. There was no way to get in touch with anybody at the school to try to figure out who this kid was. So my mom's like, uh, okay, Owen tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, what's your last name, do you know where you live, you know, your phone number, anything. And he's like, my name's Owen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Owen. Yeah, that's me, Owen. But he didn't know his last name, he didn't know his phone number, he He didn't know know his address, address. he didn't know where he lived, he didn't know anything. My mom was, you know, frantic, because she was sure the news was going to show up with police cars, you know, accusing her of kidnapping (laughs) some poor kid. So she was calling uh, the school, she was calling anybody she could think of, and uh, nobody was answering. She couldn't get any kind of results. Well, my mom and I had been talking that morning, and uh, I had been asking her if we'd go to Hobby Lobby because there was something I wanted there. I-, I don't remember what it was. I was a kid. But she was like, oh, yeah, we'll go to Hobby Lobby, whatever. So, of course, you know, I don't really realize anything's wrong. I- I'm just playing with Owen in the house. My mom's running around like a mad person trying to figure out who this kid is. And uh, I happened to say to my mom, are, are we still going to go to Hobby Lobby? Because I had remember talking to her about that. And Owen looks up and goes, my mom works at Hobby Lobby. Wow. (laughs) How lucky is that? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So my mom picks up the phone and calls Hobby Lobby. And she's like, "Uh, this is going to sound real weird. But do any of your employees have a kid named Owen? (laughs) (laughs) Does that work? (laughs) Well, eventually, yes. She found somebody that said, oh, I think I know somebody who has a a son named Owen. Hang on. And then transferred her. And the lady was like, oh, yeah, I have a son named Owen. Yeah, he's that age. Yeah, he goes to that school. Why are you asking this? What did you do to my son? He's <laughs> oh at my house. <laughs> and that's what my mom said. She said uh, he came home with my son on the bus. They gave a note to the bus driver in Crayon, and she took it. Oh, my God. So we drove over to Hobby Lobby and, and dropped him off with his mom. And I cannot believe you wrote a letter, and both of you wrote letters in crayons. The bus driver took it
0: both times. Yes. <laughs> wow.
2: I got my ass chewed out when I got home, and I never, ever... I stopped inviting people over to my house after that. I was like, it's not even worth the trouble. Oh my goodness. Right. Yeah. yeah, I was. I got in severe trouble for going
1: home with Christina. It was pretty
2: bad. Yeah, that's one of my mom's favorite stories, actually. That's freaking <laughs> hilarious. Wow. I still can't believe that happened. Uh, it never would happen in today's society. Uh, I don't think bus drivers back then were scrutinized the same way that they might be now, but Wow, it's still just amazing that either one of those situations could ever even occur. It's just crazy. But anyways, moving on. The next story is called Spiders, and it is from episode number 23, Holy Guacamole. (laughs) This is one of my favorite episodes we've ever done, and it's actually really funny if you go back and listen to the entire thing. Uh, This is just a very small section of it, the Tell Me a Funny Story bit with Miguel's story, and then me tagging on a little bit about my friend's wedding, but... Uh, the episode itself is just fantastic. So if you're looking for an older one in the back catalog to go listen to, I can't recommend Holy Guacamole enough. Or in episode number 24. We may have gone too far. Both of those are absolutely excellent. So here you go. Here is Spiders. We're going to talk about
0: my fear of a certain creature and our how boss? Huh? <laughs> our boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny.
2: <laughs> no. Uh, Females. Whoa. <laughs> no. People in the bathroom.
0: (laughs) Most definitely. (laughs) No, but the biggest fear I have to date comes from a little creature with several legs and uh, has the ability to bite you and inflict pain and make your skin fall off your leg if you don't watch it. We're talking about spiders. And I've had many runs-ins with spiders all my life. I've been bitten seven times, three times by brown recluses, twice in the buttocks. (laughs) One on the right, one on the left. Well, at least they're evening and out. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ain't nothing like picking green gooey crap out of the side of your butt cheek. I'm just telling you. If that didn't grow some people out. Anyway, I come to work one day. You know, I'm pretty jumpy about spiders anyway. So I'm going to sit down at my desk and... Um,
2: I'm very well versed in your fear of spiders. Uh,
0: yes, you are. So I'm about to sit down in my chair and I, you know, I like to grab the under part of my desk and slide myself in. And usually I take my shoes off. On this particular day, I did not take my shoes off. I did slide my thing on and... All of a sudden, I hear like i I'm like, what the hell? And I look down, like, there's like these two red eyes looking at me, and it moves at me. So I pretty much, I push my chair back all the way <laughs> to the wall. It thumps the wall. I'm looking down, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I wasn't screaming, though, because I, I guess I didn't have the, the the voice to scream at the time.
2: <laughs> for uh, for Christmas, my dad bought me a remote-controlled spider. It's about that eight son inches. of a bitch. <laughs> And I put it under Miguel's desk because I know what a fear of spiders he has. And when he came back from lunch, I attempted to scare him because I was expecting a squeal. I got I got a squeal once before with a little bitty spider.
0: Yeah, I was sitting there holding my chest, grasping it. I didn't have any voice to scream. I guess you can't really hear a person scream when a big spider comes at you.
2: <laughs> but uh, Or a little bitty one. <laughs> uh, shut up, man. Suckers
0: are dangerous. They hop at you. But <laughs> Anyway, so the damn spider. I think the only reason why I didn't get too scared. Uh, well, I was scared. I'm kind of getting a little emotional here. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the red eyes, the motor, uh, is probably what kind of saved me from shitting my pants, I guess you'll say. Because if it didn't have the red eyes or if I didn't hear the motor and you just moved it slowly to touch my leg, I probably would have jumped up. And said, what the fuck? <laughs> probably would have did that way because I, I don't... <laughs> spiders are horrible to me, okay? Spiders freak me out. Uh, and then, of course, there's one time a, the wolf spider was jumping at me and I was... Swatting at it and it kept on jumping at me. I was swatting, it wouldn't stop. I just kept on swatting, it kept on hopping toward me.
2: Like, die, you damn thing! <laughs> and it wouldn't die. He's making himself sound braver than he actually is. <laughs> what really he turned and went, ah! And ran away.
0: <laughs> my wife will laugh at this when I was sitting there on the couch and I look up and my wife goes, hey, look up. Uh huh. And I just froze. There was a spider crawling on the wall, on the roof, on the ceiling, and I just watched it and waiting to see what it was going to do. <laughs> and I couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> Still, not even the worst one. The worst one was when I left your house last Thursday. Get in my car, start the engine up, back up, start driving out. I look to the left from the glass and I see something. Like, what the hell is that? And it was like, it's a damn spider. I was like holy crap. I slid all the way to the far right of my side of my seat. I looked for something to kill it with. I almost ran to the ditch. Thank you very much. Uh I slowed down to nothing. I, I lowered the window down, trying to get it out. It would not go out. It disappeared. I'm like, where the hell is it at? I could not drive, could not focus. So I was, like, going 10 miles an hour looking for this damn thing. Can't find it. Turn the lights on. Can't see it. I was afraid to go anywhere. I took a shoe off. I'm looking, 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 looking. I can't see this thing. <laughs> I, I get my, my, my uh, cell phone light. I turn it on. I'm looking. Oh, look, where, where, where are you at? I look down. Fine flash. flash I see, like, a little glare. So I like kind of, like, hop out of my seat because it moves, and it's sitting there on the side of the door. Like, I could have got you if I wanted to.
2: <laughs> it's a terrible feeling. I was paralyzed with
0: fear. I couldn't do anything. Uh, I pretty much was going two miles an hour at that time, almost going to a complete stop. Uh, yeah, I was, I was a little terrified because I didn't know what kind of spider it was. It was big. It was big. It was the size of his microphone. <laughs> and uh, it was huge. And I finally got the courage, and I swung at it. I missed it. It moved, but I got it the second. I was like, bam, 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 in the car, and I finally got it, and it, it collapsed, and it fell down, and my flashlight on my cam- camera phone looking at it, and I could see it. It was like squinched up like a little ball, and then it opened up like, ah, so I stopped it. And I actually stopped the car, got out, got some napkins, and got in, threw it out of the car, and ran, and took off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, spiders
0: are not my friend. I'm, ter-
2: I'm deathly afraid of them. I remember the time at work, the one came down the wall and landed on your desk. And you, like, I heard, like, this crash, boom, bang. You, like, threw your chair back as far as you could and, like, got up and, like, ran out of your desk. And our boss came over and looked in the cubicle to see what the problem was. And it was just a little spider. And he, like, crushed it with his thumb.
0: Dude, the spider was as big <laughs> as my hand. It was No, it was, it was bigger than my
2: thumb. It was, like, a quarter-inch spider. Dude, the spider was huge. But our, our boss, like, just, he's like, oh, that's nothing. And he just killed it with his thumb. And we were both just looking at each other like, what the hell? And you were like, ugh. And I was like, man, I don't like spiders at all. But I... I would never kill with my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's fucking crazy. And then we're like... like ah! <laughs> okay, uh. that's
1: nothing. that's Okay, your spider story is nothing. Because we played a wedding for, I guess, our listeners or fans that don't know. I also play the violin. But we played a wedding uh, two weekends ago. And uh, the priest came up and wanted to talk to us, you know, before the wedding started and whatever. So he comes over. I see, like, this bee flying around. Well, it lands on the floor. And all of a sudden He just like Picks up the live bee On his finger And like says Oh I'm gonna put it outside Like seriously Like I I don't care Even if I was a priest I would not just pick up a bee Like just because You think you have Like divine intervention
0: Stingman, Man, you're going to hell. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, he just picked it up. Like, I'm not going to kill this poor, innocent bee. Like, kill the bee. Like, nobody It's care. a bee. <laughs> it's not the bees. i am be a goose up. <laughs> All
2: right. Well, I was, I was going to save this for one of my funny stories. What, what, Since we're talking about spiders and insects, let me go ahead and tell the story. The wedding story? The wedding
0: story. Oh, my God. I would have died of a damn heart attack.
2: So, we have a mutual friend named Adam who used to work with us at her job. I don't know him. And... Uh, <laughs> He Moved away and he, he met this girl and they fell in love, got married, all that, same, all that stuff. But I was, I was like, that's a horrible way to tell a love story. <laughs> <laughs> he met this girl, they fell in
1: love, they got married.
2: Bada bing, bada boom! <laughs> Damn, I know, wow. All right, maybe that's an overstatement. <laughs> <laughs> but he met this girl, and I got I, I was asked to be a groomsman in his wedding, so we went there and
0: really picking the bottom of the barrel, was he? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs>
2: So the wedding was outside, and it was in Austin, Texas, kind of out in the hill country in July. Mm. It was hot as hell. Mm-hmm. We were all wearing our tuxedos, sweating to death, and we were waiting in this little tent uh, <laughs> to go to the the ceremony. And I kept seeing something on the, on the flap of the tent, but I couldn't tell what it was. And, uh, you know, we're standing in formation. It was like me and a bridesmaid, and then two two other groomsmen with bridesmaids behind me. We were waiting for them to start the music to cue us to come out. So I'm watching, and I see the tent flap moving, and I keep looking. I think there's ants down there or something. And then I kind of pulled the the flap taut so I could see what was up on there. And there was a f- giant hill of scorpions. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> there's scorpions over there. So we all ran to the other side. So
1: you were in the scorpion tent.
2: We were in the scorpion tent. We were, Get we're over here. We were all huddling on the other side <laughs> of the tent waiting for the music to start. Music finally starts, and we all just kind of ran out. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> <laughs> we were supposed to go all slow, but we, we ran. So we make it all the way to the, the altar, and we split up like, you know, typical. We groomsmen go one way, bridesmaids go the other you say so, gruesome? <laughs> it, it was kind of gruesome. So all the groomsmen are on one side. The bridesmaids are on the other. The bride and the groom come down, and they start doing their nuptials, whatever. And then uh, a couple of seconds into the ceremony, I notice that the chaplain has a spider on him. But it's not a normal spider. It's honestly like six inches long, and it's orange. It looks like a radioactive granddaddy long legs.
0: He's about to become Spider-Man.
2: <laughs> so I see it. And I turn around and I look at the groomsman behind me, and he sees it, and both of our eyes go wide, and we turn back and we look, and our friend Adam, who's the groom, is looking at us like, what are they doing? But, you know, we're in the middle of the ceremony, so we can't say anything. So the spider slowly crawls up the chaplain's back and crawls onto his shoulder, and then Adam sees it. And then Adam's eyes go wide, and he looks at us, and we look at him, but none of us are going to do anything. So the spider crawls back down the chaplain's back. We're like, well, if the chaplain dies... <laughs> well, <laughs> wow! Do we do? <laughs> Go with God, my son. <laughs> it, it disappeared. So a few seconds later, it shows back up on the other side, and it crawls up on his shoulder. And then we see Adam's wife's eyes light up huge. And she looks at us, and we look at her. <laughs> Nobody does anything. Well, then the, the sand ceremony starts, which is like the bride and groom come together and pour sand to represent the families mixing together or whatever. So the chaplain moves to the to, towards the bridesmaids to get out of their way. And one of the bridesmaids goes, oh, my God, and, like, jumps back because she sees the spider on his shoulder. And I guess one of the bridesmaids is from the country, and she doesn't even care. She tried to reach for it and just, like, pick it up off of him, but she missed.
0: That's hardcore.
2: So the first bridesmaid takes her bouquet of flowers and just starts wailing on, <laughs> on the chaplain. And she's just beating him with the... the, and, the and this is the middle of the ceremony. <laughs>
1: So she's beating him with the bouquet.
2: She's smacking him with and nobody knows what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on, he just thinks this girl's lost her mind or something. She killed the spider. And, and then, you know, the wedding ceremony progressed and everybody like went on. But it became a funny story at the end, but none of us wanted to do a damn thing. We saw that spider we were like, Hell no.
0: See, I was going to complain where was my invitation, but now I was like, I'm glad I did not go. Yeah. <laughs> I would to shit
2: myself right there. <laughs> yeah, There's giant spiders and stuff all over the place out there. It was, it was scorpions. Was... See,
0: you're telling this story, and my leg just touched this bar down here, and I about nearly jumped out of this <laughs> damn chair. <laughs> it's nothing like walking out of your front door of your house, and you walk right into a bunch of spider webs.
2: Oh, no, that's the worst.
0: And you have arachnophobia to begin with?
2: Well, it's like my garage. I mean, we have a small spider infestation in my garage. No,
1: no, no. It is a spider lair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: We call it the spider lair because... I swear to God, I spray so much poison in that garage. Like, I mean, if the cat went in there, it'd probably die. <laughs> but it doesn't even touch the spiders. So, like the other night, I was doing laundry and I walked out there and there was this giant little fucker sitting on the on the rug. I,
0: Is that the official name?
2: <laughs> I slowly closed the door and back into the house I went and got my shoe. Came back, opened the door, slap, <laughs> killed the kill the little guy, and then. Uh, I noticed that there was like thousands of little bitty baby spiders running across the floor like an egg sack had hatched. So it wasn't a guy. I was like, shit. So I ran back in the house, and I got my raid, and I came out there, and I was like spraying them. I went all Spider Hitler on the little. <laughs> <laughs> Genocide! Whoa. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I like, oh, it's such a problem. With- when we <laughs> stop with the damn spider talk, my damn hair on my legs start starting to bother me. <laughs> But at least for me, it's you know I'm, I don't like them; they creep me out. But I'm, I don't have the same phobia you have. I don't run screaming like a little girl every time I see one. I didn't run
0: from the damn thing. I'm, I merely created some space
2: <laughs> <laughs> in a fast manner while a high-pitched shriek was sustained <laughs> I got you.
0: There was no shrieking. My wife will take the will stand right here and say there was no shrieking. No, she
2: won't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's probably laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and everything in there is absolutely true. Miguel is terrified of spiders. It's hilarious to watch things unfold whenever there's one in the room. If you ever get the opportunity to prank him and bring along a fake spider or anything, do it. Uh, it's it's worth a laugh. Uh, so this next clip is called Roommates, and this is from episode number 25, Horse to sleaze. Uh We had a guest on this show, Peter Hahn, and he had some commentary as well. Uh, this was the actual origin of Horse to Sleighs" in the comic strip and in the show. Um, this is a real fun episode as well. We had like a really good run in the early 20s. Uh, a lot of those are really great. So anyways, here is Roommates. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, like I promised last week, I'm going to talk a little bit about my college roommates and my college experience. Uh, when I first went to college, I was 18 years old, but I wasn't really ready for college. Like, I was not really ready to live with somebody. Uh-huh. And I live with this guy named Sam, who is just the biggest douchebag I've ever I met in my entire life.
0: Well, tell us how you really feel about him.
2: Well, <laughs> He would always uh, come home at, like, 3 a.m., sit down at that little card table we had, break out a porno magazine, and, like, go to town on himself. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> While I'm laying in bed. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. Well, I guess he had needs. Okay. There are other times to do that, like when I'm not there. <laughs> that <doesn't... laughs> so that happened.
1: Maybe he liked
2: you. Uh, it, it was a frequent... <laughs> Well, he always talked about all the girls he got, but I honestly never saw him bring a girl to the apartment. So. Exactly. And
1: if <laughs> if he was uh, spanking at, you know, at 3 a.m. with you in the room, then there
0: you go. At least he didn't say, you want a hit of this?
2: Is <laughs> <laughs> there like a divider or anything? No, no, no. It was just one room. We had bunk beds. Thank God. <laughs> so, are you on the top or the bottom? I was on the bottom. <laughs> But it didn't matter. There was a card table in the middle of the room, which is usually where he would sit, and it was just awful. So you had a bird's-eye view of this. So I, I turned and looked at the wall. <laughs> the wall was way more fascinating. Right? <laughs> so that happened. Uh, there was a time where I, I had to go take a final, and I had set my alarm early to make sure I would get up on time to go, mm-hmm. and it went off, and he went, you stupid fucking alarm clock, and turned my alarm off. <laughs> and I slept through my final. <laughs> So that was, that was my first wait, wait, wait. Did he touch the alarm
0: clock with the dirty hand or the clean hand? I don't really know, man. I was asleep. You don't want to touch that clock anymore. I don't have that clock anymore. Okay. Um,
2: oh, man. Okay, that apartment uh, or that dorm room, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. The day I moved in... The sex chamber. I had been drinking uh, cherry Coke. I had like, cans of cherry Coke, and I put one on the windowsill, uh-huh. and I rearranged the room. When I got there and I put the beds in front of the window, so the drink was back there Uh baking in the sunlight for like an entire year. Wow. It's like halfway drink. Uh So when I moved everything back, you had to put everything back when you moved out. I found that can and uh, the thing that was in there was horrifying. The thing? (laughs) I, I dumped it in the sink and this big green and purple glob fell out. And started oh. crawling out of the sink towards me. I killed it with bleach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Horrible. So don't uh. leave a Cherry Coke sitting in the sunlight for over a year. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Do you like not touch it? No, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> touch it. Uh, oh, another time, we had a shower that was between our dorm room and one of their dorm rooms So it was like a suite. And uh, one of my suite mates is in there getting a shower. It wasn't sweet. And uh, it, was, it was definitely not sweet. <laughs> so why are you going to call him a suite mate? This big lizard crawled into the shower with him. He was about a, a six foot four tall guy, really muscular, worked out all the time. This lizard crawled in there. And I've never heard anybody scream more like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> we gave that guy so much shit. So much shit. Did he come running out of the shower? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure my, my roommate enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Was this yeah. at 3 a.m. too? No. <laughs> no. So that, was, that was my first.
0: What university did dorm. you go to? Good Lord. <laughs> Sam,
2: you know that. Uh, so after that year, I decided I was going to. Get an apartment? Drop out of well, Actually, I decided to drop out of college. <laughs> Just like, I, left, I left school. I went, and I got a couple of real jobs, and I was working and just trying to save money and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Sing with me,
0: Heather. Beauty school dropout.
2: <laughs> go ahead, man. And I was living with my parents. When I left for college, my mom had turned my room into like an exercise room or a knitting room or something. So there was nowhere for me to go when I came back. Could have been worse. Could have been a 3 a.m. room. <laughs> so, yeah. <well. laughs> So I moved into this uh, smaller room. It was like the, it was supposed to be the guest room, but it was about half the size of my office, and it just had a twin bed in it, mm-hmm. and there was no air conditioning flow in there because there was no vent, uh-huh. and it had a window that basically was the entire wall that faced the morning sun. Nice. So every single day, that room was like 110 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I would wake up just drenched in sweat. The whole room stank because I was just sweating all the time. It was horrible, uh-huh. and I was working like three jobs, and I was just like, screw this. I'm going back to school. I can't deal with this crap. So... I moved back to Huntsville and back to college. And that was funny because I got, I got an apartment. and It was the very last apartment they had available. Like I, I got an apartment through the school. And they just built this really nice building with all these new units. And I, the only one they had left was the handicapped room. So I moved in and it was different. It was way different than all the other ones. Like the bathroom was elongated and there was no lip on the shower. It just kind of drained to the middle of the floor. We had little lights on all the walls that would light up. We were the only, door, only apartment that had a, a doorbell. Okay. And you would ring it, and it would start making this loud-ass sound because blind people would need to hear the crazy sound, and deaf people would need to see the lights. <laughs> so we had this doorbell, and you'd ring it and be like, bah, 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 <laughs> And like crazy lights would go off. Wait a minute. Do that again? No. <laughs> But the fucked up thing was the people would walk by at like 3 a.m. and be like, why do these people have a doorbell? and push it?" <laughs> Wait a minute. Another 3 a.m. thing. What? You know, nobody sleeps in college, right? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Except for Justin.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried to. So at 3 a.m., <laughs> people would push that stupid doorbell. Uh,
1: so it did sound like a fire alarm. It
2: was, it was horrible. It was, awful. it was horrible. Wait a minute. How do you know what it sounded like? Well, when I, <laughs> when I went back to college and... <laughs> 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 Peter got that. <laughs> I haven't gotten that for you. Oh, okay, watched. okay. I have a lot of college stories and I'm trying to condense into one. Okay, all right, so. So I went back to college, and I moved into this handicapped room, <laughs> and I got there early on, like, the, the last day to move in, and I moved all my shit in before my roommate got there. Mm-hmm. And I was looking out the window. I just set up my computer, and I saw Heather get out of her car. And I was like, holy crap, I can't leave this Heather because we knew each other from high school. Lady in red. Well, we, <laughs> we had been friends in Spanish class, like we talked about a few, a few That's years right. ago. That's right. Jimmy. I hadn't <laughs> seen her in years. And I saw her get out of her car, and I was like, holy shit. So I ran out there, and I was like, hey. And I helped him carry their stuff in, and she was my next-door neighbor. How crazy is that? I mean, hey. we literally
1: lived right next door to each other did not plan that shit. I he
2: mean,
0: stalked totally you. Of I'm going to go ahead and tell that. He stalked you. <laughs>
1: That's okay. I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> it
2: worked out for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she ended up being my next-door neighbor, which was just crazy. So we would always hang out. My friend Dennis would come over. we play a lot of video games and stuff.
1: Go to Walmart at 3 a.m. <laughs> Bake cakes at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
2: we had a lot of fun. At 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. we go to Walmart. <laughs> I told you I never slept. But I had this roommate. <laughs> and and you don't get to pick your roommates. I mean you can, but I didn't really know anybody except for her. And she ended up being my next door neighbor. So uh the guy they assigned me was this guy named Henry. And I've never met a weird I've never met a weirder guy until I started working on our current job. But yeah, this guy, the first night we were there, like I said, we had a, a weird a weird bathroom. There was a shower with a seat in it because it was for handicapped people. Mm-hmm. The very first night, him and two of his friends took a shower together, and they didn't have towels, they didn't have soap, they didn't have shampoo, they didn't have deodorant, they didn't have toothpaste, so they used all my shit. Oh. Please tell me. Female friends. No. No. This huge black guy named Osagi. <laughs> And this scrawny little white dude named Jeff or Josh or something, I don't remember his name. The three of them took a shower together. Which I thought was weird in the first place, but then I went in there and saw they had used all my towels and my shampoo and my soap and even my toothbrush, and I was like, Fuck this So <laughs> <laughs> I started keeping everything I owned, food and and pots and pans, pans. and everything in my closet, because uh, you know, you can't trust people like that. Dude, that's horrible. Yeah. Some, somebody
0: would have got his ass whooped at 3 in the morning. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't find out about it until the next day when they were in class. And I, I yelled at him. I put signs on there. I, put, I wrote out some handwritten signs with marker and put them on each shelf. And I was like, this is Justin's shit. Don't touch. But he couldn't read. He would just touch it anyways and use my stuff. And I was like, are you serious? So he and I obviously got off on the wrong foot to begin with. Yeah, my foot would have been in his ass. Um, I, I'm just saying. You know, I like it cold. So the very first thing I did when I moved in was I turned the air down all the way to, like, 50 or something. And then I, I, I like taped the thing down so you couldn't move it. <laughs> Because hey, I mean it was a it was an all inclusive apartment. you were just paying like you know, the standard rate or whatever and all all electricity and everything was included. So it was always like fifty degrees in my apartment. People would come over and they'd have to bring coats and blankets with them and shit. And we sit around and play video games. Uh, he complained about it nonstop, but he never did anything <laughs> to fix it.
1: He would just like complain to like it's really cold in here and then like, I'd be like, that sorry.
2: Like, and he'd open like, a window.
1: Okay. It's really dumb.
2: So that was something we battled about because of that first night. But it, it never really ended. Um, I used to buy those Totino's pizzas. Uh-huh. You know, like the little... Oh, I remember 99's <laughs> <pizza>. <laughs> yeah. When you're a yeah. you got to eat cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I had pizza pans. and I would cook them my pizza pans and eat them all the time, whatever. But I had a bunch of them in the, in the freezer at all times. One day I got up to go to class. And I opened my door and the whole apartment just smelled like smoke.
1: It was black. Oh. I was like,
2: what is going on? And I went out there and I, I saw the oven light was on. So I opened it up and there was this like two-inch round diameter piece of black (laughs) charcoal (laughs) sitting in the oven and he was nowhere to be seen. He put a pizza in there, started cooking it, and then left for class. (laughs) Wow! Almost burned the apartment down with me in it.
0: Did you get rid of him eventually? Please tell me.
2: Well, eventually he moved out on his own. Oh. There was another time where I came back from class and found him asleep on the couch and the exact same thing. He had cooked another one of those things and cooked it down to nothing. After I had complained about him, doing that the first time, and he said he wouldn't do it again. But the worst thing was that him and his buddy smoked a lot of pot, and they were constantly trying to come up with ways to cover up the smell. I mean, they bought little air freshener things. They brought Febreze. But, you know, nothing really covers that smell up. I don't know. The worst idea they tried was uh, griddle cakes. <laughs> they went to the store and bought griddle cakes and cooked, like, 30 of them, and they just <laughs> left them sitting on the counter. So, so the smell of griddle, like like that, sir- that sickly syrupy smell... Uh, We're trying to cover up the the weed smell, but it's merged together and made this even worse smell. (laughs) You can smell it from all the way down the hallway. Like, I turned the corner, and I was like, what is that? Then I opened my door, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Idiots. (laughs) How did this guy get into college? I don't know. There was a reason he was in the handicapped room. That's what I kept telling (laughs) everybody. Yeah, he was, a, he was a character, that's for sure. And then the next guy that came in after him was actually a pretty okay guy. He mostly kept to himself. He's a little odd, but no real problems there. Mm-hmm. But, man, I'll never forget Henry. <laughs> well, just,
1: and then he had his buddy Osaki, who would hit on me in the parking lot. to be like, hey, baby, I'll give you a ride. I was like, fuck, I don't want a ride from you. You <laughs> <laughs>
0: creep
1: up. <laughs> Shit. Not riding. No, 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 no. no,
2: no. I'm trying to wrap my head around Osagi. Was <laughs> he like a giant rabbit or something? <laughs> Osagi Yojimbo? <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh my gosh! It was it was interesting. Um, and what are some other stories? There are so many. <laughs> yeah. My friend Dennis and I did all kinds of goofy stuff. Like one time we went to Long John Silver's and we bought fifty dollars worth of hush puppies. Which, you know, at Long John Silver's, you can get 12 hush puppies for a dollar. Mm-hmm. So that was 600 hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they ate hush puppies for like a week.
2: We tried to do it through the drive thru, but uh, they, wouldn't. they wouldn't do it. So we had to wait inside. And then, you know, they only put 12 in a box, so we'd carry out <laughs> 60, 50 of these boxes, <laughs> filled up the whole backseat of the car, drove them back to the apartment, and then that's all we ate for, like, two days. We were so sick.
1: How about when we were, like, so poor, all we had were corn dogs? I've never eaten a corn dog since.
2: Yeah, like, like somewhere around the third week of my last semester of, of college, we decided to go to the store, and I bought some corn dogs because I hadn't had any in a while, and I was like, oh, man, corn dogs sound good, whatever. Put them in the freezer. He we had
1: like a corn dog. Like we ate everything
2: out. else. Like the corn dogs sat in there. We never touched them. We never opened them. Mm-hmm. Was like I don't know what I was thinking. I don't really want corn dogs. <laughs> like we ate everything else, literally. And then the very last week of school, I had no money left. There was no more money coming from my parents. There was no money coming from my job.
1: I had no money. She either. had no
2: money. We were broke. Broke as broke could be. All we had to eat were those damn corn dogs. <laughs> we ate. <laughs> We had corn dogs for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was like a, a big 64 pack. <laughs> I don't remember that. Like five days in a row, we had corn dogs for three meals a day.
0: And you haven't had one since?
2: Nope. Nope. I never will again. Cool. I'm done with corn dogs.
0: That's what I'm going to lunch
2: on Friday a corn dog. <laughs> I'm going to eat Corn dog <laughs> I told a lot more stories about that time in my life and the crazy roommates I had, and the crazy things that happened in college uh, on other episodes. But this is a pretty good introduction to what my life was like at that point. Uh, It's pretty interesting. And those were some weird, weird characters that I lived with. So moving along, this next clip is called Former Best Friend. (laughs) And it's uh, an episode where we had another guest. This was Heather Squared, where we had Heather Antos on, talking about her anthology book and a few other things. Um, This is a real fun one. Uh, I I like this. I mean, I have some great stories about this guy that I haven't even told yet on the show, but this is definitely a couple of crazy ones that I hope you will enjoy. So here it is, former best friend. So my former best friend, uh, we invited him and a few other people over and we had our D&D game, uh, something we've been talking about doing for a while. And I played a long time ago all the time, but it's been years since I had picked up a book. So we all got into fourth edition when you got all those materials, how did we go over? And some people it was their first time ever playing. Like I know it was your first time, Miguel. I know it was Will's first time who we it had was on the my show. My first time. It was Heather's. Well, so, I, I played stupid Marvel games, kind of like that, but not. You know, it was a long time. A virgin D right. <laughs> Whoa, whoa! And, Yeah, you were a D and D virgin. Don't look. Hey, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, my friend comes over and he brings his wife, and this was the first time we'd really met his wife. We we knew that she used to be a stripper, which is. <laughs> We had, uh, we had some, what's the word I'm looking for? We Dances? S- <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, we had some, some notions about what she might be like when she showed up, but she was nothing like what we expected mm-hmm. at first. She right. was very nice, very polite. Right. We sat down, we started playing, everybody was having a good time talking. My friend brought over a bunch of alcohol, which I don't really drink at all. Mm-hmm. Heather drinks only a little bit, so we don't ever keep in the house. Really? But- <laughs> <laughs> what are you
1: trying to say? Uh, I'm not a lush. <laughs>
2: So he brought over, like, a 24-pack of those um, Strawberita things, the the Bud Light Strawberita things, Mm -hmm. and him and his now wife ended up drinking three-quarters of a case? I think so. (laughs) At least.
0: And they were also drinking Heather's uh, Mysterious Punch, whatever that was. No, (laughs) I
1: made cappaltinis.
0: Oh, that's what it was. It was green. Anyways.
1: (laughs) It was a really fruity, feminine drink, and it just tasted like candy. That's all it was. I didn't even put very much alcohol in
2: it. They got plastered. (laughs) And it started disrupting the game, of course. And uh,
0: The guy sober next to me was doing crazy stuff with the game.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, everybody was having fun, but they took it a little too far. And it got to the point where his wife was falling asleep at the table, couldn't even keep her eyes open, didn't want to play, had no interest in it. And we just kind of called it quits around 1130, which was way too early. I was expecting us to go until 2 or 3 in the morning. Yeah, I was too. So he felt like he was okay to drive. You know, we couldn't really stop him anyway, so the two of them left. We cleaned up the house. Everybody else went on their own ways. By the time it was all said and done, it was about 12.45, and Heather and I went to lay down to go to sleep. Well, my phone rings. I pick it up, and it's my friend calling. He says, hey, man, uh, the cops have me here, and I need somebody to come and pick me up. They won't let me drive. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't believe you were drinking, and now you got pulled over. I guess you're lucky they're not taking you to jail. So that was all the information he gave me before I left the house. So I leave the house, and I head to where he's supposed to be, I can't find his car anywhere. I can't find his car, and I can't find his car. And I'm just kind of going in this giant circle. It's a couple of miles to go up this highway, and then turn around and come back down, and I can't find his car. And I keep calling him, and he's not answering, not answering, not answering. Finally, he calls me back, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're not actually at that place. They made us go further down the road, so you have to come even further down than where you were. It's like, great. He's like, but don't come where we are. The cops can't know you're here. He's like, pull over into the Bank of America on the side of the road. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. So... I did what he said. I pulled into the Bank of America, and I have my car parked. It's it's pitch black. There's, it's not a well-lit parking lot. Out of nowhere, this this white Econo van comes flying into the parking lot, pulls right behind me, and slams on the brakes. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm about to die or get carjacked or something.
0: It's the Libyans!
2: The <laughs> white Econo van, remember? <laughs> so this guy gets out and walks up to my window, and I... Didn't want to roll my window down. It was this skinny little white dude. He starts knocking on the window. And I,
0: dude, you're like 6'4", 375.
2: Right, but you, it's like 2 a.m. in a not great part of town. You never. And a white van just pulled up behind me and slammed on the brakes. It's in, a, it's a, in a, a bank. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm with you. Right. I mean, anything can happen, right? Uh-huh. So I cracked my window. I was like, yeah. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm your friend's friend. Uh, I don't remember what his name was, but he was like, I need you to give me a ride over to where they are. And I was like, I've never seen this person before. I was like, so you're, you're friends with my friend? He's like, yeah, yeah. I asked him a couple questions. He's like, okay. He checked out. So I gave him a ride over to where we were supposed to be. You interrogated him right there. <laughs> I, like, oh, I had to. I don't know I don't know this guy. I'm not going to let some complete stranger get in my car.
0: Yeah, I know how OCD you are.
2: So we go over to where the cops are. He's there. He's like, listen, Justin, uh, we were driving, and she started attacking me. And he starts showing me like he's all cut up and stuff. I mean, he's got like, cuts on his face, scratches. I was like, holy crap. He's like, yeah, and I pushed her, so she like hit her head on the window when nice. she was attacking me. And he's like, uh, the cops are, are holding her because she's the one that started the fight, but they won't let me drive because I've been drinking. I know the cops, so they're not going to take me to jail at least. And I was like, okay, so what's the deal? He's like, well, my friend is going to drive my car home, and I'm getting a ride home with so-and-so, the guy in the van, I guess. And he's like, I need you to take my wife home. <laughs> that, is, that is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's ridiculous.
2: So I was like, well, I guess. I mean, I, I'm not going to say no to you at this point. I mean, I'm a good friend, right? So the cop comes up and takes my ID, and she's asking me all these questions, making sure I'm not drunk, and I'm telling her all this stuff. And she's like, okay, we're going to let her out, but I have to warn you. She doesn't have any shoes because she threw them out the window. She was trying to hit him in the face with them, and she really has to go to the bathroom. She's been complaining she needs to pee for the last two hours. I was like, okay. <laughs> so they were like, you need to hurry and find her a restroom. So she gets in my car, and we start heading down the road. I don't even know where they live. I haven't been to their house, their apartment, whatever. So we're heading down the road, and I pull into a gas station. She's like, I, I need to go to the bathroom, but I don't have any shoes. Can I borrow your shoes?
0: <laughs> you loaned her your shoes.
2: Uh, I didn't know what else to do. So I loaned her my shoes.
0: She was wearing – so she had no socks
2: on. No, she had no socks on.
0: This is a stripper. Yes. Dirty stripper. Yes. Cheap B-rate stripper.
2: I, I don't know. I wouldn't <laughs> do that. I don't know what her rate was. <laughs> Put her feet in your shoes. I loaned her my shoes. So she gets out she goes up to the window of the gas station. And the guy won't let her in because I guess they only do like cash transactions through the little window. They won't actually let people in. So she's knocking on the door, pulling on it. He won't let her go. So she comes back to my car, and she's like, I'm just going to go around the corner and pee on the, you know. (laughs) She's
1: just going to go pee in the bush, basically? Right.
2: Well, then a cop pulls in, and she's like, oh, shit, I can't do that. So she goes and gets back in the car, and I'm like, can I have my shoes back? I need to drive. (laughs) So she gives me my shoes. I put them back on, and she's like doing the I-got-a-potty dance, like bouncing up and down in my car. I was like, please don't pee in my car. Please don't pee in my car. So I take off down the road. She's like, I need to go somewhere. If, if we don't find someplace soon, you're going to have to pull over and let me go on the side of the road. And I was like, I can if you want. She's like, no, 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 keep driving. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's funny. So I see an exit ramp for uh, a Whataburger. Uh-huh. So I pull off and uh, head over there, pull into the parking lot. She's like, okay, okay, give me your shoes. <laughs> so Man. I, I give her my shoes again. So I give her my shoes, and luckily the Waterburger was still open on the inside. So she went in, did her business, came back out. Getting gave my shoes again, and I drove her home. <laughs> what the hell? So I get her home, I drop her off, came back home, and, like, they were doing all this construction, so it, it took me way longer than I should have to get home. And it was awful, too. Like, I hit traffic at 4 a.m. somehow on a weekend, <laughs> and then I ran into a train, so I sit there and wait for the train to go by and the construction. I, mean, I didn't get home until, like, 6 a.m., and we had to get up at 10 a.m., we had to be at the school at 10 a.m. to uh, yeah. procure a test. Yeah. So I got no sleep, all because my friend and his stripper wife decided to get really drunk. <laughs> and I still never really got an explanation for, like, why they got in, in the fight until a week later when I finally got a hold of my friend. And he basically said that she wanted to go to the bathroom really bad, but she were, had some kind of phobia of going to the restroom in a public place. But she went a water burger. Which never really made a lot of sense to me because she's a stripper. Like, I, I don't understand why she'd have a phobia of going to the bathroom in a public place. She
0: pees on her. She pees on her patron. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. But that's my funny story. That's that's one of many stories from this friend. Oh, I'm going to save some gosh. of the other ones for later. <laughs> Man.
0: Well, yeah, at least right. I never call you at two in the morning to come pick me up in my stripper wife because I'm not married to a stripper. <laughs> Thank goodness. Horse to cleaves isn't.
2: You know, I don't know about horse to sleeves. Nice. <laughs> That's, that's pretty, that's, wow. That just goes to show you the length of a, a good friend I am. I guess you are. Huh. <laughs>
0: I'll make sure I get myself in a funny predicament sometime and I'll give you a call and see if you actually answer.
1: <laughs> He's going to test that theory.
0: That's right. I'm going to go test it right now. I'll be right back.
2: All right. All right. I'll go ahead and tell another story. So the same friend, he calls me one day on a Sunday afternoon at like 6 p.m. and says, hey, I need help moving. And I said, oh, okay, when? He's like, well, right now. I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. He's like, yeah, I'm living at my parents' house still, and they sold the house, and the new people are coming to take possession of it tomorrow. So I need all my shit out, like, tonight. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So I drive over to his house, and I don't live anywhere near him. I mean, it was like an hour drive to get to his place. So we get there, and there's basically a big pile of shit in the garage. Nothing in his room was packed up. There's a couple boxes, but in general, nothing was together. And I get there, and I'm like, where's the truck? He's like, oh, I didn't get one. I was like, so what's the, what's the plan? How are we moving all this stuff? And he's like, well, I figured we just load everything into the two cars and drive to the storage place. I'm like, okay, I guess. Where's the storage place? Well, it's about an hour and 15 minutes north of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, wow. This is not going to work. You have so much stuff. It's going to take like 30 trips. We're going to be doing this until 11 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. So well, this
1: is on a Sunday night, right? This was on a Sunday
2: night, yeah. So I start calling frantically every U-Haul place in the area trying to find somebody that had a truck. Or wasn't closed. All of them were closed. Couldn't get anything. And I was like, "Well, shit. I don't know what we're gonna do." So he he happened to be an EMT at the time. So he had a, a brilliant idea of calling his boss and seeing if we could borrow the ambulance. Nice. <laughs> Put the sirens on. Woo! <laughs> so his boss said, "Sure, as long as we refilled it." So we went, and got the ambulance, came back, loaded up with all of the stuff. We only we made it in two trips with the ambulance. That's crazy, man. We never ran the sirens, but we did move him in an ambulance, which was. Kind of funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All then. We didn't finish until 3 a.m. either. That's the kind of friend I am. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there were a couple of crazy ones, and I have more of those coming. Just uh, be warned. <laughs> so, anyways, this next clip is one of my absolute favorites, uh, probably the funniest clip that's been told on the show so far. At least I think so, and I think a lot of you do, too, because it was the most requested story to be added to this show. Uh, This is from episode number 49, Surge of Spotted Dicks. And the clip is called Grandma. Uh, We had some guests on this episode as well. These were the guys from BS Excluded, uh, Joseph and Shaddai. So they had some great commentary as well. It's short, it's sweet, but it's really funny. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Here is Grandma. Tales in this story is not approved by.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No one was hurt in the making of the story.
2: Well, some people were hurt. A lot of feelings were hurt.
1: Traumatized.
2: (laughs) Mostly my reputation. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) About to hear. (laughs) So when I was a kid, uh, my dad injured himself, and he would come home every night from work in a lot of pain. And my mom would rub his back. She'd she'd let him lay down on the couch. She'd rub his back. She'd use some like oil and stuff to try to make him feel better. That's not his back. (laughs) <laughs> it was his back so she'd massage him and I'd be sitting there watching TV and she'd be rubbing him she'd say, does that feel good you feel better does that help you feel good and I, my dad would always be like oh yeah yeah that helps I feel a lot better and so this this went on for weeks I mean I was always sitting there watching TV when my mom rubbed my dad's back and he would always say it felt good when she asked him and then one day my grandparents came to visit us and we went to the airport to pick him up and they all got in the car and my, my parents were in the front seat uh, my grandfather was in the middle seat with my sisters, and then I was in the back seat with my grandmother. And we were talking, and my grandmother was saying how sore she was from sitting in an uncomfortable chair on the plane. So I reached over and started molesting her. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I started rubbing her boob, and I was like, Does that feel good, Grandma? Does that feel good? Because I, I had learned it from my mom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is
2: hilarious. And the funny part is that my, my grandmother goes, well, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> I've <is."
1: laughs> been touched like that in years. <laughs> like, damn!
2: <laughs> so everybody in the car laughed. All the adults laughed, at least, and the kids didn't know why it was funny. But yeah, you know, now now it's an embarrassing uh, moment from my past. I'm less than my grandmother.
1: <laughs> that is, yeah, that's, isn't that a great story? His parents told in breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, remember the time that you touched grandma's boob? You really? massaged her boob. <laughs> you accosted
0: yeah. grandma. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, Justin. Does that feel good?
1: <laughs> remember the first time you copped a feel on a woman and
2: it happened Start, to be your grandmother? Starting early. I don't know what to <laughs> say.
0: <laughs> how old did
2: you say. How old did you say you were? I was probably four. He I was, was three or four. He was. Um, he was 16. <laughs> yeah. I was making sure this wasn't like last year or anything.
1: <laughs> this was last year, I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, it wasn't that recent, I promise. That makes
0: him funnier.
1: <laughs> <Last year. laughs> but it was her back that hurt, not her, not her boob, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but when you're,
2: when you're feels... four, every part is the same.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's probably not what you were expecting, huh? Either way, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode, our best of Tell Me a Funny Story, episode 1 through 50. Uh, like I said, there will be future episodes like this. To fill in the weeks where Miguel and I might not be able to record. So if you have any other funny stories from episode 51 through 100 that you'd like to make an appearance, uh, please reach out and let me know. You can find me on Twitter at comicalpodcast or on facebook.com/slash comicalpodcast, or you can just email me directly to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I do want to mention that my comic book, Speak No Evil, is finally done. Uh, we sent out the rewards to the Kickstarter backers. We have sent the final versions to the printers, and we should have them within the next couple of weeks. George and I are going to be doing a few signings in town, and then we're going to travel to Austin and San Antonio in late August, early September, promoting the book and uh, trying to stir up some interest and all that kind of stuff. So it is available on our website right now. You can go to graybearcomics.com and purchase either a digital copy for $3 or a physical copy for 5 And uh, as soon as we have the physical copies and are able to send it to you, we will. Uh, We are also doing another Kickstarter launch in October. Uh, October 1st, Issue 2 will go live on Kickstarter, so please help us out if you can. I'm just saying that now to kind of stir up some interest. Uh, If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us, find us on there. And we'll be posting about the tour that we're doing uh, for the signings and everything on Facebook. So make sure to follow us and, and come to those events if you can. We really appreciate all the support. And that is pretty much it, guys. We will be back next week with our regularly scheduled episode. We have a lot of guests coming up in the next few weeks I'm really excited about. So keep an eye out for those announcements. And uh, I think that's everything. So I hope you enjoyed this one. I will see you guys soon. Keep on laughing, bitches.